0: SECTION 51 of Irish Fairy Tales by James Stevens The Carl of the Drab Coat Chapter 5 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Irish Fairy Tales by James Stevens At the end of an hour the carl awoke. He ate the second half of the boar, and he tied the unpicked bones in the tail of his coat. Then, with a great rattling of the boar's bones, he started. It is hard to tell how he ran or at what speed he ran, but he went forward in great two-legged jumps, and at times he moved in immense one-legged mud-spattering hops, and times again With wide-stretched, far-flung, terrible tramping, space-destroying legs, he ran. He left the swallows behind, as if they were asleep. He caught up on a red deer, jumped over it, and left it standing. The wind was always behind him, for he outran it every time. And he caught up in jumps and bounces on Kale of the Iron, although Kale was running well, with his fists up and his head back, and his two legs flying in and out so vigorously that you could not see them because of that speedy movement trotting by the side of kale the karl thrust a hand into the tail of his coat and pulled out a fistful of red bones here my heart is a meaty bone said he for you fasted all night poor friend and if you pick a bit off the bone your stomach will get a rest keep your filth beggar man the other replied, for I would rather be hanged than gnaw on a bone that you have browsed. Why don't you run, my pulse? said the carl earnestly. Why don't you try to win the race? Kale then began to move his limbs as if they were the wings of a fly, or the fins of a little fish, or as if they were the six legs of a terrified spider. I am running, he gasped but try and run like this the karl admonished and he gave a wriggling bound and a sudden outstretching and scurrying of shanks and he disappeared from kale's sight in one wild spatter of big boots despair fell on kale of the iron but he had a great heart i will run until i burst he shrieked and when i burst may i burst to the great distance And may I trip that beggar man up with my burstings and make him break his leg. He settled then to a determined, savage, implacable trot. He caught up on the carl at last, for the latter had stopped to eat blackberries from the bushes on the road. And when he drew nigh, Kale began to jeer and sneer angrily at the carl. Who lost the tails of his coat? He roared. Don't ask riddles of a man that's eaten blackberries. The carl rebuked him. The dog without a tail, and the coat without a tail, cried Kale. I give it up, the carl mumbled. It's yourself, beggar man, jeered Kale. I am myself, the carl gurgled through a mouthful of blackberries. And as I am myself? How can it be myself? That's a silly riddle, he burbled. Look at your coat, tub of grease. The Carl did so. My faith, said he, where are the two tails of my coat? I could smell one of them, and it wrapped round a little tree thirty miles back, said Kale. And the other one was dishonoring a bush, ten miles behind that. It is bad luck to be separated from the tails of your own coat, the Carl grumbled. I'll have to go back for them. Wait here, beloved and eat blackberries until I come back, and we'll both start fair. Not a half a second will I wait, Kale replied, and he began to run towards Benadere as a lover runs to his maiden, or as a bee flies to his hive. I haven't had half my share of blackberries either, the Carl lamented as he started to run backwards for his coattails. He ran determinedly on that backwards journey and as the path he had traveled was beaten out as if it had been trampled by a hundred bulls yoked neck to neck, he was able to find the two bushes and the two tails. He sewed them onto his coat. Then he sprang up, and he took to a fit and a vortex and an exasperation of running for which no description may be found. The thumping of his big boots grew as continuous as the pattering of hailstones on a roof and the wind of his passage blew trees down the beasts that were ranging beside his path dropped dead from concussion and the steam that snored from his nose blew birds into bits and made great lumps of cloud fall out of the sky he again caught up on kale who was running with his head down and his toes up if you won't try to run my treasure said the karl you'll never get your tribute and with that he incensed and exploded himself into an eye-blinding, continuous waggle and complexity of boots that left Kale behind him in a flash. "'I will run until I burst!' sobbed Kale, and he screwed agitation and despair into his legs until he hummed and buzzed like a bluebottle on a window. Five miles from Benadere the Carl stopped, for he had again come among blackberries, he ate of these until he was no more than a sack of juice, and when he heard the humming and buzzing of Kale of the Iron he mourned and lamented that he could not wait to eat his fill. He took off his coat, stuffed it full of blackberries, swung it on his shoulders, and went bounding stoutly and nimbly for Ben End of chapter 5